Yeah, you know, if if we're like most people, um, you know, sometimes coming up with the idea isn't the hard part. Uh, you, you know, the the minute you the minute you sort of put your mind at ease is when the, the ideas come flooding in. Um, but it's what we choose to do with them that that makes the difference. You know, the process by which you take an idea, capture it, and bring it into reality is what makes the difference. So there's a process involved. Um, and for each person, that's that's likely very different. So uh, those are the things that, that I think we really need to explore. Hey, welcome back to another episode of That's a Freaking Great Idea. Uh, Dave Reardon, your host. I uh, had a chance to sit down with my good friend Pat Fisher on this on this episode, and we were talking about our process by which we realize uh, how do we take an idea from concept into reality. So uh, sit back, uh, hope you enjoy it, and uh, at any point, send us a message of, uh, with your thoughts and feedback. I'd love to hear from you. Hope you enjoy. Whatever we want. Oh, yeah. Click oh, yeah. on the button. So we wanted to talk today about um, what gives birth to a good idea, a great idea, a freaking Absolutely. great idea. Absolutely. Right? How do you take an idea from, uh, you know, the early, early thoughts, the conception through to, you know, implementation and to bring it into reality to give birth to it. Right. Right. For lack of a better analogy. So uh, you and I have had lots of talks about this, lots of discussions about this over the years. So, um over the years, sounds like we're we're, we're super old uh, acquaintances, but uh, we've you know we've known each other a few years now and done business together and Absolutely. whatnot. So yeah, for sure, um, no, I think uh, yeah. So I'd like to unpack that a little bit. Yeah, let's do it. I think it's an important topic because there's a lot of folks out there that are wondering, hey, I have an idea. How do I make this happen? Yeah, and they just sit in their brains for a while and then slowly after no action has taken place they're lost to the idea cloud until somebody else pulls it out that is and that is the worst feeling i think you know there's been and i swear to god it's i've got a few of those rattling around in my head that said i had that idea 15 years ago yep and you know i think most people are probably like that right no i i Look, you're singing to the, you're preaching to the choir, man. I mean, it's we. There's a lot of people out there that have ideas and either feel like they don't have time, they don't have the resources, they don't have the expertise, and so they just leave it sitting on the shelf until mm -hmm. they see it somewhere and say, "Man, but that guy's rich. I wish I would have done that." Do you think, because I do, but I'm, I'm curious, do you think that as people, we, we, wait for, we wait for permission too much to do things? Yeah, I mean, I think that there's, there's different types of people out there, mm -hmm. right? We all know doers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And doers 
get the credit for a lot of things because they might not have been the first to think about it, but they were the first to act first on it. it yeah. And a lot of people are uncertain of how to do it or if they should do it or why they should do it. And we're waiting for the perfect time, that permission, right? Yeah. Like, okay, it's okay. Everything in my life is good to go right now. I've got time to do this. So, okay, now I can do it. Yeah. And I think that, you know, it's really important to strike when the iron is hot and not wait for that perfect time. Yeah. Just start working on. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think you're, I think you're right. Um, you know, it's, so it's interesting. So I guess if I look at kind of how my process is developing for, you know, what I do when I have an idea, um, you know, is, you know, it, everybody has their own method. Hey, you know, if you jot it down on a notepad by your bed or record it in your phone or whatever the process is. But I think the important part is to, is to once you have it, get it out immediately, capture it, don't qualify it, don't disqualify it, record it, or, you know, somehow capture it, and then go back and evaluate it, unpack it, build on it, that sort of thing. No, I would agree. There's... I, I mean, for me, we've talked about this. Uh, some of my best thinking happens when I'm actually trying to fall asleep. My mind's at peace. I've got a few things bouncing around and something pops into my head about it could be what I need to do tomorrow, what I forgot to do today, or a great strategy to implement at work mm -hmm. and it could be any of those things but if I don't act on it right then and there and write it down or get it out somehow for me to remember it can be lost and never found again yeah. and so um, it's huge to get it down and then I, I feel like the next step to me is right then so I've got it on paper or I've got it recorded but Still that idea, it's only mine. And it's still locked up in this little place. Nobody knows about it. And in, in order for me to really be forced to act on it a lot of times, the first thing I need to do after that, after I've thought about it for a while, is to share it with somebody else. Yeah, that's right. That's right. The minute it comes the minute it goes from your either your brain or from your paper to your mouth and you speak it out loud, that's what gives it life. Right. And especially if you speak it out loud, you know, first to yourself to hear yourself say it, because then that gives you buy in. But if I say it to you now, it's out there. Right. It's it's out there for scrutiny. It's out there for, you know, hey, I'm looking to make this a reality. Now, if I don't follow up on it. Right. Somebody it, else can say, hey, Dave, <laughs> why didn't you ever do that thing you were talking about doing a year ago? Yeah. And so I think that it it, it adds a, a level of accountability to yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah, accountability. That's a good one. Yeah. It's because now it has you've bragged about that you're smart enough to have an idea to your buddy, and your buddy is going to call you on it and say, "Hey, what are you doing with that idea?" Yeah. And it, actually, that might be the permission that you're that you're looking for right there for somebody else to justify it to you and say, "Gosh, that is something that." you should look into, right? Yeah, that's interesting that you, yeah. And I think you're right. I think I think when I used that word earlier, permission, I, I think it's a bit of that, all right? I think it's, um, 
if, if I can't even move it from you know my brain to my mouth to say it out loud, um, but once I do that and I and I give it to you and you either acknowledge it or or not, that's my way of seeking permission. Can't you know? Should I go do this? Can I do this? Sort of right. Thing, right. Um, but I also you know I, I think to build on that you know I, what, at least what I'm trying to do the more or do more of is when I have an idea that I think is viable or you know that I want to explore is is I'm trying is I'm bringing that to people who I value right like I value your opinion I value your guidance right like I, I you know I might be looking to you for as a mentor in in certain would you mind letting my wife know that you value any of my thoughts? <laughs> It'll cost you. <laughs> it will cost but no, you. that's absolutely true. And, and that's the same with what I do with ideas is I want to find a person out there that I respect and I want to find what their thoughts are. And I typically try to find varying opinions on it from mine because mm-hmm. I want to really dive deep into something as far as how you could use it and how you can structure it. So uh, for me, I have at work, I have a sales side that I talk to, and then I have an operations side that Mm -hmm. I talk to. Mm -hmm. And sales and operations push and pull all the time because the people that are successful in both of those fields a lot of times have a little bit different strategies and personalities uh, the sales side wants to push, 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 and go right now, and the operations side wants to say, "Well, hold on, let's look at this a little bit, and let's see how we can slowly introduce this, and maybe we'll do a, a sampling over here in this market." Mm-hmm. And so, the same is with an idea. I want to find not only what I think about it, but what other people that have different mindsets think about it. Yeah. So what do you think about, you know, like you don't want to over, my opinion, you don't want to overthink and over plan something when it's too young, too new, like a birth of an idea, right? Like I I just need to get this out of my head and and take it somewhere to even see if it's semi-viable, right? But if I, I could sit there and I could sit there and ruminate on it and spin on it and plan it to death and talk myself out of doing it. Right? right, like like there's a fine line in there somewhere, right? No, I think that's for sure. I, you, <clears throat> I think that you have to walk that line, right? And finding it is the most challenging part. Mm-hmm. But starting something without a plan um, can be just as dangerous, I guess. Uh, for me, one of the things I like to do is really think about what the end goal is. Mm-hmm. When I have an idea, what's the end goal? Um, and then do some brainstorming and get some other folks' opinions like we talked mm-hmm. about. Um, but it doesn't have to be a, um, a formal business plan like you're going to take to the bank and present before you can actually mm-hmm. start action on it, I don't yeah. believe. Yeah, but it's, it is interesting because I think, I think uh, at, least, at least for myself, I, like I've done both. Right. Like, like when I started this podcast, um, I, I didn't have an end game in mind. I just wanted to start it and see where, it, see where it goes. Um, but I, the other time I've, you know, I've, I've been involved in projects where I have to plan all the way to the end in order to get it started. Right. 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 So, uh, 
which is where my normal comfort zone is, right? So I'm trying to step out of that a bit more and say, well, okay, I know I can do that. I can always, I always have that ability. But I think right now where I am in, you know, my own personal ambitions in life is I'm going to, I'm taking a different approach. Like I'm, I'm just getting things out there and I'm, I'm running with things. Right. And I think it's a, what you're talking about probably is evaluating the risk, right? Like Mm. where's the risk and the more risk I'm guessing is the more planning, the less risk of putting your idea and having failure than the less planning that you might need. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. It's that whole uh, risk reward, risk reward sort of trade off. Well, know. it's you or know. or you know, yeah. Do you have a do you yeah? Do you fashion a safety net? And you think about some of the major, big, huge ideas and where they were started and who they were started by. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. if you take you know Bill Gates or if you take Elon Musk or if you take these these people that had nothing to lose, there was no risk for them when they came up with their big ideas a lot of times. And so it allowed them to freely explore everything without worrying about failure and disappointing their family and not being able to feed their kids. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I guess it did, you know, circumstances, your circumstances might dictate how you, you know, how, how you advance or what you choose to, to, to do that. Well, and it's that it, it leads back to the conversation that you and I were having uh, away from the podcast, which is the safety net, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Because a safety net feels good, but it also can hinder you from really having to dive all the way in and, and explore it, you know? Yeah, that's further. right. Yeah, that's right. Like, so a safety net being kind of like the, the warm, cozy blanket sort of sort of thing right? like you don't want to venture out absolutely out of that yeah oh that's interesting so I, I guess you know to sort of summarize what we're talking about you know what are like those key, sort of key strategies you know if we if we had to sort of boil it down you know we've talked about you know we all have a million ideas probably more ideas than we realize um, but it's recognizing it when you do is to capture it Right? right, and to just begin, like like get it out, record it somehow. Um, don't overplan it initially. Um, you know, again, or you'll find reasons not to do it. But get it out. Um, share it with others. Share it with others, right? Absolutely. I mean, I think that without sharing it, it holds it from being a real thing. And you know, ideas can be. It, it it can be a scary thing to share something with others, right? Because you're putting yourself under... Somebody can scrutinize it and say, what are you talking yeah, about? That's right. Where is that coming from? And how did you think that was a good idea? <laughs> like, that's like... Like, we all have that fear oh, yeah. um, to different levels. And so... Um, that can be a scary thing to come out of your comfort zone with something that you don't even know can be amazing yet and share it with somebody else at that fear of them shooting it down. But on the other side, I mean, you're opening yourself up to, uh, what could be, you know, a total change in life. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I think you're right. And again, it's a it's that point of yeah. Once you speak it out loud, it, it gives it life, right? Right. Yeah. But I think you're right. I think that's the important part of it. You know, if you talk about a strategy, something actionable for people is, you know, if you have something, once you record it, you speak it and you say it to someone else, right? Because that starts to give it life. It starts to give it a sense. You give you a sense of ownership over it. Yeah. Yeah. And then from there, I think you know, looking at. What are the benefits? What are the drawbacks? What could be the consequences? I mean, a lot of times we only look at one thing. We look at, okay, what could this be used for? How could this be fantastic for my team or for society or for my family? Whatever the realm of the idea is. Because an idea, a lot of times people think of as a product or a Mm. service. Mm -hmm. But you can have ideas that you just use for getting your kid to do his homework, right? Oh, what is that? Can, can, can know, you figure right? that out for We're me? still waiting yeah, for I'm that I'm still waiting for that out. great freaking idea. But it's, you know, how are these, because, you know, not only how is this going to benefit, but, okay, what might be a potential drawback for this? Mm-hmm, now, mm-hmm. you don't want to allow something to creep in and, and stomp your idea out like you, like you talked about, but uh, it's important to explore that with people that have varying opinions. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely, and and I and I think I think you, uh, I think you keyed in on it there, and and not you know again it, it goes back to this, you know making it real, and being able to but once it's out there you you have to be able to follow it like you have to action it, right? Um, you know we we've joked in the past you know hope hope is not a strategy right hope hope is a feeling hope is a uh, hope makes you feel good. Hope is that warm fuzzy blanket I was telling you about, right? right? Um, like, like if if I if I ever sit back and if you hear me ever sit back and say I hope this works, right? I, I expect you to re- remind me that hope is not a strategy. Hope is not going to make it happen. Oh, I'll be the first. <laughs> You'll be the first. I appreciate that. No, and then so that's the next the next step, right? Okay, so now I want to realize my idea. I've thought about it. I've talked about it. I've got some kind of a strategy. So what's the next step? to to actually take action because a lot of us might think gosh i am not an expert in that field i don't have the first clue about Mm -hmm. how to how to implement this now fortunately we've got you know we're in an age of unlimited resources online and there's all kinds of different ways to to find things but the next thing i usually would do is look for somebody who's an expert Seek out a mentor or something like yeah. that. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that's Yeah, absolutely. It's when I was when I was just starting to to explore the podcast, I reached out to a couple of friends I know that do this and say, What do I even how, where do I begin with this? Like I got an idea for what I want to talk about, but I didn't know soup from nuts. Right. And so yeah, no, I think you're right. Get find somebody, uh, find somebody who's done it or or can speak to it as a mentor. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. That's good. Um, but you know, give your, you know, it goes back to that permission. Um, I guess if you think about, you know, a a kind of a final strategy is, you know, give yourself permission to fail also, right? Like I'm going to screw this up as I go along, but that's okay. Right. That's how we get better. Well, you don't fail until you quit. That's a good one. I mean, it's, I'm going to use that as a soundbite. Right. I mean, but it's true. I mean, I WD-40. Have you heard the story of WD-40? Why is it WD-40? Well, there's 
39 WDs out there. <laughs> but WD40 was the formula that was finally the successful formula that they took to market. Is that true? It's absolutely oh, true. Okay. All right. I was going to say, you could you could have made that up and I would have believed it. I know. I'm a sales guy. <laughs> You're a sales guy. Well, Pat, I appreciate this. I, I think this has been great. I'm glad that you and I were able to uh, talk about this because I think you know you and I are aligned on this and I think it's um, it's an important topic and I want to continue to um, explore and unpack this in, in future episodes. So Hey, I had a great time and I hope this is helpful to, to people out there that are listening and have ideas and want to get them unloaded and, and started. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think we will. So I guess on that note, uh, yeah, if, if there's any comments uh, 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 from anyone listening that wants to uh, uh, send us a message, uh, you can send it to Dave at That's a Freaking Great Idea. Um, and uh, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Thanks a lot, Dave. I appreciate well, being thanks, a part Pat. of this today. Yeah, absolutely. Hey again, this is Dave Reardon. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. I really hope you're enjoying it. I live my life knowing that every day is a gift and another opportunity to be better than yesterday. And that to succeed in business and in life requires the fortitude to persevere through challenges, to inspire greatness, and to push the limits of innovative ideas. As the owner of Snap Fitness here in Spokane Valley, I am out to build the premier fitness organization in the Inland Northwest. And we believe that fitness and wellness are not merely an activity, but rather a state of being and a way of life. And every day we strive to inspire our members and instill with them this belief to help each of them live longer, stronger, and better lives. Also, as the owner of Clover Growth Strategies, I am passionate about helping our local and regional businesses succeed and prosper. Our local businesses are the heart and lifeblood of the region and our local communities. And our mission is to improve the lives of those in the Pacific Northwest by ensuring our local and regional businesses prosper. We leverage our extensive experience to develop explosive and sustainable growth strategies for our regional and local business. In business as in life, the time to act is always now. So come see us at Snap Fitness in Spokane Valley and let us show you how we are quickly becoming the premier fitness facility in the area. Or if you're a business owner or leader, contact Clover Growth Strategies and let's discuss how we can help your business grow and prosper. And of course, you can follow us on LinkedIn as well as Facebook.